previously on SCP Play. You're Miles, right? Miles Miller? Yeah, my mom's Dr. Elaine Miller. You're hurt. Ned Roswell loves searching for cryptids. Your backpack starts chirping. Uh, hey, look, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, what is it? Oh, <clears throat> hey, hey there, uh, mister. Benji, I want you to roll your premonition. Everyone that you know in this town, they have all been brutally murdered. What's going on here? Who are you? Tell me the truth right now. Onions. Uh, try to slam on the brakes, but you hit the guy who has already been injured. Well, little boy, you seem to have gotten away from me. I guess I'll grab the box and throw it to Anyes. Here, take this! Is there anything I can do for you? If you could get us three off this roof, that would be really nice. As you reach the rod, as soon as you grab it, it extends up above you. A bolt of lightning strikes out. Hey, uh, guy, you, uh, you got some visitors out here. Excuse me, sir, commandeering your home real quick. The thing that's been after us is an SCP. His name is Abel. just told you all the the name of the guy uh the monster the whatever you want to call him scp 076-01 um and uh he told you his name is abel so lucas says oh uh i guess i should probably introduce myself um miles knows me already um i'm i'm lucas butler i work for um an organization known as the SCP Foundation. Uh, they, they try to capture monsters, um, mysterious things, just creatures and etc. That, that don't really follow the natural law. I knew it! Um, I knew you folks was out there skulking around in the woods and all that. I, I mean, we're not skulking in the woods. We have a, we have a facility, but yeah. I, I mean... You, you you were you skulking us. a little bit earlier. I hurt my ankle out in the woods. That's not skulking. That's just like bleeding and and being injured out in the woods. Well, it was more fleeing. It sounds like a big fancy word for skulking. That's all I had to say. Uh, okay, but anyway, the SCP Foundation protects people. They're not. Uh, they're not out to get you. They contain these things. Um, but this time, they didn't quite keep the thing contained. And that's how Abel came to be out here. I don't know a whole lot about Abel myself, since I'm just an intern. Um, but I know just enough to help with uh, documentation and low-level research. So um I've I've seen his file, but most of it was redacted. So I'll I'll tell you as much as I can, um, and it'll hopefully help. So, like I said, Abel's designation is SCP zero seven six two, but he comes from a stone cube. That's uh, SCP zero seven six one, and he's essentially able to use this box as a respawn point uh, like you'd have in a video game and whenever he dies he goes back to there and uh, is able to intermittently come back to life there so he's as you can imagine a bit problematic with trying to keep contained if uh, he's able to break out whenever he wants and you've seen how strong he is or at least miles and uh, Anya's have, but we've been testing new procedures to, to try and keep him contained within his box or kill him if he breaks out. Um, and we've been pretty successful. Almost for an entire year, he hasn't been able to break containment, which is a, a big record if you know uh, the, the dangers that Abel poses, but he finally found a way past our defenses. I was trying to reach some of the agents in town uh, to get some help, 
but I ran into a few snags. And he kind of uh, side-eyes Anya's a little bit. Okay. I apologize for what I've done. I mean, you could have paid attention a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. We're here now. I probably have a concussion, but it's The past fine. is the past. Wait, wait. Hold on just a second. You are telling me that this thing was following you and you decided to drop in here to a stranger's house? Why did you come here? Is it still following you? So that's the thing. I don't really know Abel's intentions. I just know that he loves a good fight. And he seems to have some interest in Miles here and his mother. Um, I'm not really sure what his overall aim is, but mostly it seems like his goal is to to get an opponent who can stand up to him. He mentioned that he was trying to use me as leverage for something to get something from someone at the foundation, but I don't, I don't think I especially what hefty leverage i mean he can affect my mom but none of the other researchers who is your mom my mom's dr elaine miller uh she works at the foundation but when she confronted him earlier he was pretty adamant that he wanted to talk to dr bright or dr gears and i don't really know why i would be useful to him in that regard well miles um you may not know it just because she's your mom, but she actually has really high standing in the foundation. Um, she runs Site 44. And I think Abel recognizes that and wants to use you to get to her, to get whatever he wants. Uh, oh. And I think it's my responsibility as an employee of the foundation to do everything I can to protect you, but um, I'm not in the greatest condition to do that at the moment. So I'm sorry to, to ask this of you guys before I've even really met you, but if there's anything you can do to help, um, I'd really appreciate it, and I'll see to it that you get compensated. But as long as Abel's on the loose... Nobody in this town is safe. You're, uh, you're saying your foundation goons can't handle this guy? Yeah, what, what are we supposed to do? Why would we be able to? Well, um, there's a couple different options that we have. If we can get to, uh, the sheriff, I know that she has the ability to contact some people outside of, uh, the site just because we're supposed to be um, a more secretive site within the Foundation. We kind of do some heavy-duty experimentation on uh, some high-profile SCPs, so it's supposed to be more hidden. Um, so as a contingency, we can have the Sheriff uh, contact someone outside of the site uh, alternatively, we can do the same thing by going to one of the perimeter officers. Um, they're at the lake, uh, Clearwater Lake, I think it is, that's nearby. Uh, they have a, a home out there, and they kind of uh, monitor the perimeter of the town to make sure that uh, nothing gets out. I knew it. Those are the Skulky guys. Those gotta be them. I've seen them before. Uh, I mean, it's possible you've seen somebody walking around but the foundation's pretty good at keeping their activity pretty I've secret seen it but... with my own eyes okay so i mean if the border patrol folks are supposed to be in charge of keeping him out of town shouldn't we be going to them to make sure that they know what's going on and see if they can help us find him or Avoid him? I don't know. I still don't know what our best course of action is. I don't know why we should be working to fight him. Well, I was hoping you could help me decide that, too. There's not really a, a clear contingency for this, uh, where everyone at the site has been, we'll, we'll say, incapacitated. There's not really anything that 
I have been taught what to do at least because, again, he raises his hand. In intern, I don't really know what I'm doing, guys. I'm more looking to you to see if you have any ideas, like if there's anything in Piedmont that we could do either that kind of leads us to some sort of solution. I mean, we could try to go back to Site 44 too, but at this point, our options are to try to get help or try to figure out a way to beat them. I, I don't understand what's so bad about this guy, other than his superior strength. Is he's not immortal, is he? I don't see why we can't just take him out ourselves. I mean, in a way, he's immortal because he'll come back to life. But as far as we know, he's only able to do it every so often. So if we're able to kill him and get him back into his container, essentially, um, we won't have to deal with him for, like, at least another couple days. So that definitely is a solution. That's a huge comfort. Hey, uh... Don't you gumshoes and goons, they got guns or something? Hell yeah, I do. Aw, uh, you're one of the goons. Oh, I'm not a... If you're referring to SCP members, then no, I'm not... But a... you got a gun. But I got a gun. I got a big, um, pole that can hurt him some. I I called lightning down upon him accidentally, and... You what? Yeah, I was actually getting to that. Um, could I see the rod real quick? Um... Uh... Uh, Miles, like, reluctantly hands it over, and his eyes never leave it, because that is his sort of safety blanket at the moment. I'll give it back, don't worry. So, uh, Lucas grabs it and kind of, uh, grasps it in a certain way, just like, uh, not necessarily pressing a button, but just, uh, grasps the handle and squeezes it, and it extends out. And you all see the lance that has now appeared in his hand. Um, and some electricity crackles along it. What? What the? So, uh, what is that? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's this is weird. Yep, I know. It's uh, this is Doctor Miller's personal weapon. Um, I think she calls it the Lightning Lance. Uh, it's pretty powerful, actually. Um, it definitely does give us an edge in our fight against Abel. But he is fairly strong, and I think that. Anyas currently has the other edge that we have at the moment. The gun? Oh, yes, this bell. No. <laughs> so it's like a, a butler servant? I don't know what we want to call him. Uh, it's Mr. Deeds. Um, you're able to ring the bell. I think it only works every like half hour or so, so we may not want to use it at the moment, but um, you're able to ring it, and he comes out and will... Do whatever you request them to. So what are what are do you know the limits of those? Because what if we requested that he get rid of this SCP for us? Um, I don't know a whole lot about him. I mostly know that he just does whatever you ask. I'm sorry, I'm not super helpful here, but in turn, I mean, we could use up one of his uh, uses, I guess, for this half hour and ask him what he's able to do if you want, but we wouldn't be able to use him for a while. Hmm. What do you guys think? So you got a lightning bolt, a bell that makes a butler, and a gun. I'll be honest, our supplies do look fairly impressive, but Abel is a freaking monster, guys. He took now two hits from essentially a lightning bolt and he's still he's still doing pretty good he's able to take a lot of damage from what it seems like i don't know how much but i honestly don't know if this is something we can win or not well it it seems to me like there's a lot that we don't know um i think we should probably go talk to someone who knows more the sheriff or the Border patrol folks, I mean, one of them's got to be able to help us more than nothing, right? I agree. I, th I mean, that's my thought. I think the sheriff knows a lot more than he's telling the civilians. Not more than he ever told me. Does anyone know the sheriff personally? No. Um, 
I certainly don't. I haven't really been outside much. I mean, I tried talking to him once or twice, but he, he doesn't really seem to care much for what I'm telling him about what's out in the woods. Pause real quick. Um, Sheriff's a woman, right? I don't know. Yes, uh, I was getting ready to tell you that. <laughs> That's okay. Kenneth used she earlier. Look, I figured I would know him, but I don't know. Someone said he, and I went yeah. with it. Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, so the sheriff is uh, Sheriff Genevieve Lambert, or Jen Lambert. Um, you all who are from the town of Piedmont would know her, um, just because it's a really small town, but probably none of you know her personally. I figured Ned tried to, like, issue issue complaints or something about like there's things out in the woods she's like yeah yeah kid go on i, I like that dynamic something like that so i don't really don't really know her but <laughs> seen her before yeah she'll probably recognize your face ah oh, this kid again so lucas yes how much how much time do you think we have well whenever he able left us um he muttered something about rethinking what he was doing so i mean he also took quite a bit of damage from the the lightning lance so it's possible it'll take a while before he actually tries to come after us but i really don't know he could be looking out the window at us right now or something i i don't know i think that our best option is to move as quickly as we can but I don't really have a whole lot of uh, experience in this type of thing. Uh, upon saying that, I would like to check the windows. <laughs> just just a quick glance outside, make sure we're not being watched. Um, yeah, I mean, you can you can look around. You're not, not able to see anything other than some trees that are uh, surrounding the house here. It's a, a woody area. All right, good, good. Real quick clarification. What time of day is it about now? I forgot. Uh, so I think we would have gotten to about 8 p.m. at this point. And it's September, so that's like sunset. Uh, yeah, it's it's getting pretty dark. Gotcha. I just assumed it was completely dark outside. Yeah, it, it's probably, if not completely dark, getting there. Well, um, I mean, as far as I can see, our car, well, Miss Agnes's car is pretty much shot. So, uh, you, sir, what's your name? Uh, asking Benji. Uh, Ben. I'm Ben. Ben, Ben, uh, Ben, uh, do you have a car? Or, I don't, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if you're old enough to drive a car, drive a car, Ned? Yeah, I can drive a car. I can drive a car. Uh, Keeper Kenneth, do I have a car? (laughs) Um... (laughs) I think that you may not actually have a car, but I will say that um, Ned walked. Yep, Ned walked through the forest, but yeah, it's you're probably not too far away from his home, and he's got a car. You're a so you've got a brand new driver's license. How long have you been driving? Yeah, you know, a little while now. Just turned sixteen about a month ago, so somewhere around there. Gotta be better than Miss Agnes, right? Um. You haven't hit I, anyone with a car here, so... No, I ain't hit no one yet. Well, great. Um, I see... L- let's head that way. <laughs> sure thing. I can I can drive all of you. That's right. Well, uh, yeah. We'll uh, go say hi to Mom and, and uh, bye, Mom, taking the car. That'll be great. We'll go do that. I shake <laughs> my head. <laughs> I'm uh, sure. Well, that's, so we need a car, right? Yeah, we can uh, we can go get my car. Uh, I guess this, this is pretty cool stuff, so we can we can use my car. All right, let's go. And uh, starts walking up. Yeah, we going. Mm-hmm. Benji walks up the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you got to head like towards the back of the house, or either go out the back door or, or around back. Hey, uh, Ben, uh, I see this skateboard here. Um, I might need a a quick escape at at some point because like i don't i'm just a nine-year-old kid uh can i can i borrow this yeah yeah to take it take it it's yours sweet okay cool thank you 
I think that maybe Miles has just been really wanting a skateboard for a long time <laughs> yeah. that his mom yeah. hasn't given That's to him. Absolutely and his eyes were just case. gleaming. And he's, <laughs> as soon as he walked inside, he did see that skateboard just sitting in the corner with like a little bit of cobwebs on it and was like, I'm going to get that skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Miles has acquired skateboard. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that uh, Ned probably only lives like half a mile or so, probably not that far away or else he probably wouldn't have walked. But uh, you all start heading out towards uh, the woods. Um, Benji, as you're locking up the house, uh, everyone has started walking out towards the back of the woods ahead of you. I think Ned and maybe Agnes are helping uh, Lucas along because of his injured leg and uh, the probably most likely has a concussion issue that is going on with him. Um, but you, you lock up the back door um, and you look over to the side and see a pair of boots there. I think I, think I would assume they were probably Ned's. Hmm. I wonder where those boots came from and you start joining the rest of the group and head over to Ned's house. Hello everyone, it's your Keeper Kenneth here with your first official mid-roll. Episode 1 only had end-roll announcements and now we got a mid-roll, so here's here's the first one. Uh, Just gotta jump in here and give you a a couple different announcements just so everyone's aware. uh, The distribution for our podcast has been going well over the past couple weeks since we released episode 1. You can just listen on Anchor, where we distribute from, or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and we'll probably appear on some other sites as well in the future. Yeah, so you can go to any of those websites and you'll have us, or you can just go straight to our Anchor and and find wherever you listen to your podcast. Click the link for that, or you can listen straight from Anchor, either way. Anchor has been great for us so far. We actually got an ad up for that, and you may be hearing that in just a moment. Other announcements. Wanted to thank Michael Winton again for the music he's made for us. Um, I forgot to plug any of his social medias in episode zero or episode one. If you want to follow him on Instagram, his uh, tag is music underscore Mike 99. Definitely, again, huge thanks to him for all the work he's done. He doesn't normally do this type of thing for other people, and it was awesome that he was willing to do it for us. So definitely thank you to him again. Also want to thank Janelle Gamble. Uh, I'm going to let a clip from the beginning of our recording play that I cut out, but left until now uh, before the episode had officially started up because Jordan does a big thank you to her sister here. Well, now that we're recording, I would like to give a shout out to my sister, the MVP of tonight, Janelle Gamble, for providing me a computer so that we could record. Because Jordan was yes. foolish enough to start a uh, a Windows update the same day of our recording. Honestly. Uh, well, the same night, and it's... When did you start it? Like, 6.30. 6.30. I had a two-hour buffer. I thought that was enough. No pun intended, but... Uh, you, you fool. The audacity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm using Audition, so it's not as funny. Oh. oh. The, audition. the audition. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't work as well. No, it doesn't. Yeah, so definitely thank you to Janelle for her help there. Also, just want to give a thank you to everyone who's listened so far. Um, we just hit 100 listens as of release on Monday. We hit it the day before Sunday as I'm recording the mid-roll for this episode. Yeah, so huge thank you to everyone who's who's taken the time to listen so far. Uh, keep sharing and hopefully we'll uh, hit 200 in no time. If you also want to go rate us on Apple Podcasts, uh, we'll definitely throw in a thank you during the mid-roll. Um, and we also have a Patreon up as well if you're uh, looking to support us even further than that. But without further ado, I'll let you get back into the episode.
so you all start heading out towards Ned's house. So anyway, the name's Ned Roswell. It's uh, it's good to meet y'all as we're going through here. Um, I'm Miles. I think I said that, but I'm Miles Miller. Good. So, uh, you you from around here, Miles? That way. And I point at the foundation, <laughs> in the direction of the foundation. Lucas just says, "Miles, seriously, you gotta." Stop pointing out some of this stuff, please. I'm already going to be in a lot of trouble because of this. Uh, as little as information as you can give. Actually, just maybe don't give any. You know, I honestly don't think uh, that matters too much at the current moment. Yeah. Look, I'm just stressed. <laughs> um, I think I think we all are. Um, but I, my mom told me to tell the truth, and he asked me where I was from. So I'm going to tell him. I think we're going to be real good friends, Miles. Real good friends. I value the truth, and you seem like a man that values the truth also. I do value the truth. I always like to get to the bottom of things, find the truth. And uh, you over here, uh, with the big gun. Yes? What, uh, who are you? I don't think I've seen you around town. I'm from the outskirts. I'm Agnes Oberman. Good to meet you. Likewise. So, uh, you, you good with that thing? I'd like to say so, yeah. Don't like to brag, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Well, feel better going uh, with you there. All right. Um. So, how how much farther is it to your to your place, Ned? Oh, look, there it is. It's right there. Oh, shoot, nice. Yeah. So, uh, so here's the plan. Uh, you see out there, there's the there's the white car. That one's mine. It's the it's the old Taurus. Got a spoiler. It's the sport edition. It's got a nice riding in style. A, <laughs> thanks. I uh, it's an old hand me down from uh, from my older brother. He went off to college now and didn't need it no more. Well, I I tell you what, uh, the keys are inside, so y'all wait there, and I'll be right back. And uh, be quiet, actually. Uh, be be uh, pretty quiet, I'd say, while you're uh, out by the car. Okay, you got it. Have fun. So uh, Ned's going to uh, kind of sneak up into the house, and he's gonna he's gonna try to tempt and go inside without attracting too much attention from his uh, from his mother, say, as he tries to take the keys for the car. Miles is going to be like like spy walking like somersaulting super sneaky trying to get to the car completely unnecessarily he just he thinks this is, this is the most dangerous thing he's ever done aside from accidentally electrocute a big scary man uh, ben just walks behind him normally <laughs> yeah so ned you head inside uh i think your your mother is probably just Sitting on the couch watching TV and just doesn't even react to you walking in. All right, great. So uh, Ned is sweating bullets as he goes over to the uh, to the front dresser and uh, and opens up opens up the door, takes out the keys and uh, and walks. Straight. Hey Ned, uh, find Bigfoot yet? <laughs> <laughs> you got me, Mom. I'm a. Uh... Gonna go back out and check the trail cams again. <laughs> See ya. Mm-hmm. All right. The uh, walks back out and uh, shuts the door behind him, and he uh, hurries back out to hopefully where everyone else is by the car. Gets back there and he's uh, oh, all right, guys. <laughs> I got the keys. We're uh, we're ready to go. Ready to go. Uh, Ben. Shotgun. Damn. Anya took it from me. <laughs> Anya, Anya doesn't have back. a shotgun, so like, I do have a shotgun. Hey, you're yeah, perfect you're right. for it. I mean, and, uh, Ben also has a gun in his inventory, so is it a shotgun? It's a nine mm gun. <laughs> a nine mm nine millimeter. <laughs> it has nine whole mm's in it. I don't gun. <laughs> that much is apparent. Ooh, but <laughs> there's a reason I moved to California. <laughs> when Hannah was telling me what items she was taking, no, I think she it. accidentally said, like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you accidentally said like 0.9 millimeter. And I was like, hmm, that's small. <laughs> Freaking railgun, needle rifle. Because yeah. one of them was like 
a decimal and one of them wasn't and i just mixed the two of them together accidentally <laughs> <laughs> that's lovely awesome okay uh yeah ned you want to start up the car miles yeah. jumps in the middle seat in the back <laughs> there's only four of us but he's sitting in the middle seat because he wants to yeah. stay out of the windshield whoever there are five there's of five, you yeah there's lucas oh i forgot about lucas yeah i'm here too whoever gets in the back right when you uh when you try to open up the door you find it doesn't actually unlock and so uh ned hops in the driver's seat and is like oh, oh yeah and he uh, reaches back to unlock it manually from the inside nice world building <laughs> nice world building <laughs> Nice car building. <laughs> He's just describing his car. His Shut old up. car. <laughs> yeah, 1999 Ford Tour Sport Edition you, with a spoiler. You got it. That is the one. car. All right. So he uh, hops in and uh, starts it up, and he turns to uh, it's on yes, and uh, says, "And uh, you're uh, you're 18, right? I'm 22." Awesome. We're good then. All right. Starts up the car. And uh, everyone's in. And we, uh, he like lurches it forward onto the road. And he's like, all right, here we go. Uh, actually, and then stops like five feet into the road. It's like, oh, where are we going? Uh, um, I thought we were going to the sheriff's. But correct Oh, yeah, the I'm sheriff's. Wrong. All right, all right, all right. And then lurches forward again as he drives off down the road. All right. You're all heading to Sheriff uh, Lambert's office downtown heading in there uh i say downtown like there's a a, a legit downtown in piedmont but <laughs> historic piedmont <laughs> <laughs> historic piedmont uh yeah you head there you all know where the the sheriff station is you you pass by uh chester's medical supply store on your way there um you can't really see anything inside but from the back you can see that that ladder still torn down and everything no one's come and fixed it in the last half hour <laughs> nope. Well, that, um, well, when we were there before, when me and Miles were there, didn't we hear like a gunshot because we were upstairs and the SCP was with Chester, so he could be yeah. hurt. I mean, he might I, be. Yeah, we should could maybe go check on him. Yeah, and I was gonna say, do we care? We could probably pick him up and take him to the sheriff station. I'm sure they have, I don't know, something there that. Good work. I don't really know how sheriff stations work. I've I've watched Andy Griffith before. Um, they seem like nice folk, though. Well, Ned's oblivious to this unless you tell him to stop there. So, I mean, we're we're discussing it in the car with you. Are you using character voices? I I, I don't was. have a character voice. <laughs> I'm to. Come on, it Jordan. It's so yikes. hard to tell. Um, hey, Ned. Yeah. Pull pull over up at Chester's if you don't mind. We oh, might yeah, have another sure. passenger. Oh, okay. another okay. I never uh, never put anyone in the trunk before, but I guess we could fit someone back there. I'm pretty I'm pretty small. I can fit in a tight little ball. Yeah, all right. Well, there's also a non-zero chance that this person may already be dead. So. Dead. Um, yeah, he had a. Now, this is going to sound bad, but he did have a run-in with the SCP, with Abel, and uh, he did not come out on top. He didn't have a lightning lance like I do. Okay. He just had a rinky-dink gun. Boy, would I feel sorry for anyone that just has a gun against this guy. And what just looks at Anya. What are you implying? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a dead silence there in the air. <laughs> There's an right, awkward so tension I... in the car now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, as we uh we we pull up to the side and as we slow down more and more, it kind of uh, jerks to a stop as there's much more braking force than needs to be applied. Uh, awesome. Okay, and I hop out of the car and I guess someone else is gonna have to hop out before I do because I'm sitting middle. Uh, yeah, Ben gets out with him. Okay. Um, we should. Head inside and see what's going on with Chester. Do you know what happened? Uh, I heard a gunshot and a thunk. That's all I know. Well, that... I'll keep the car running. That's got to be real good. All right, so we. Yeah, we're go going inside. Roll inside. I think uh, Lucas. <laughs> Lucas is going to stay in the car because he's more of a hassle if he's uh, walking around on his That's ankle. That's fair. But... 
yeah, I think you guys head up. Uh, you see that uh, it's still unlocked. Um, you head in, and as you come into the, the store, you see on like the, the back right wall uh, is where the impact of the, the shotgun hit. Um, and you see uh, on the ground is Chester, um, and on the wall behind him, there's like a, a Chester imprint uh, where he impacted the wall. Um, and if you go up to check him, um, I don't think there's a, a role for this. Role there's not like a medicine uh, read a, check. Read a bad yeah. situation. Um, it's not a bad situation cause there's not like a, a thing here. Um, True. so yeah, you can, you go up and check him. Uh, he's still breathing, but he's out cold. Um, he didn't get killed by Abel. He just got, uh, definitely wind knocked out of him and, got knocked out pretty bad all right um is there a lot are there i mean we're in a medical supply store notably not a pharmacy this is a medical supply store not a pharmacy yeah it is a uh a walgreens equivalent but there's not like a pharmacy in the back yeah right so i don't think uh chester's got the license for that (sighs) i'm just gonna look around, see if I can find any, like, ice packs or something that I might be able to sort of put on his head and uh, help him out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, sure. You find ice packs, but they're uh, not frozen because yeah, it doesn't no, have a tracks. freezer of ice that packs sure here. That track, doesn't it? Um, yeah. All right, I think as far as Miles knows, I mean, he's nine years old. I think he's just going to start wrapping bandages around his head because that's what he sees, like, on TV is... <laughs> People get hurt and then have bandages. Where was he hit? Where's Chester hit? Um, he was like hit in the chest. It looked like kind of a full body impact. And as you inspect him a bit more, you see uh, thrown off to his right uh, is the shotgun. And it's broken in half. Oh, man. Um, shotgun didn't really seem to hold up too great, did it? Looks outside at Anya's. How, how's Anya's feeling about her shotgun now? <laughs> Confident. <laughs> Uh, Benji kind of just stops Miles from putting bandages, trying to put bandages on his head. And he says, uh, I I don't think bandages are going to help him now. We got to take him somewhere. We got to get him help immediately. Um, all right. Well, I don't know why I'm the one carrying bodies all the time, but I I think, I think Ben is, I think we can handle it. Yeah. I think Ben might be buff enough to, to carry him on his own if Chester is small enough. Keeper Kenneth? Um, yeah, I think you can all start carrying him outside. Um, you, you got enough people there to, to get him out um, between the, the two and a half of you. <laughs> um, and I think as you start uh, working him outside, uh, up pulls a, a police car. Um, and you see on, on the side of it, it, it has uh, Piedmont police on it or something. Um, and uh, it pulls up right behind uh, Ned's car, and it's got its its lights on. Uh, how's how's Ned feeling? Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, he reaches over to the to the glove box to to grab his insurance information. Uh, and then out steps uh, Deputy uh, David Hopper. You would all recognize him. Uh, as well, uh, not quite as well known from as Stranger Things. Uh, <laughs> no, this is not David Harbor or uh, Jim Hopper. This Jim. is not Jim Hopper. This is David Hopper. Completely different. Completely different guy. Not David Harbor, and it's not Jim Hopper. <laughs> I'm in for it. He's got some acting skills, though. <laughs> yeah. This is also, uh, he's a deputy, not a sheriff, so it's completely different. Gotcha. Um, so he, he steps out of the vehicle uh, and it doesn't even like acknowledge Ned's car, just starts walking up to uh, Chester's shop, seeing that there was people in there after uh, the sheriff had said to shut down the town. He walks up, uh, and as you're getting up to the door, he opens it up for you and said, What the hell? What happened here? What are you kids doing? What'd you do to Chester? Uh, it's not uh, what it looks like. We're, we're, we're just trying to get him some help. Are you holding a shotgun? It's, <laughs> on my, it's just strapped to my back. That's a lot in Missouri. 
This is yeah, rural Missouri. Okay, I just <laughs> yeah. it's Piedmont, Missouri. That's fine. Deputy Hopper's probably got a shotgun on his back too. To be honest, <laughs> or something on his hip. It's completely fine. Yeah. He doesn't have a big iron on his hip. <laughs> big iron <laughs> on his hip. To the town of our okay. I think uh, Hopper just walks up and it's just like, well, uh, I'll help. I'll help you out. Uh, bring bring him in my car. We'll we'll take him up to the station. We got a fir- some first aid up there. Um, great. That's where we were headed anyway. Um, didn't have enough seats. I'll ride with him. Yeah. Uh, Miles sees that that cop car and he wants in. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll come too for some real supervision. Well, I, I will just help put him in the car, and then I'll go back to my shotgun seat because I don't want to give that up. The, sh- the shotgun seat with <laughs> the, the shotgun. shotgun. When they uh, when they come back out, uh, Ned is standing uh, kind of nervously outside the car, holding his uh, insurance papers. It's like, uh, "Good evening, uh, officer. How you doing?" What? Um, good. Can you're not under? And I didn't pull you over, kid. I'm. Oh. I'm just helping out Chester here. Um, okay. That's is that's... is everything okay? Well, this uh, looks like this guy's pretty hurt. You better uh, worry about him. Uh huh. All right. Well, uh, start heading towards the station. All right. We'll uh, uh, we'll follow you. Okay. Um, and as uh, Deputy Hopper starts walking back to his car, before he uh, steps in, he kind of looks back behind the car down the street and says, Hey there, sir. Uh, the sheriff said for everyone to go home. And as you hear him calling out to someone, you all look behind and you see Abel is walking down the street towards you. Um, uh, wait, sir, uh, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Okay. Leave him. Just go. Just go. Yeah, Ned's, as soon as anyone is in Ned's car and doesn't see anymore, he's, he's peeling off. All right. Uh, Debbie Hopper hops in the car. <laughs> and uh, he buckles up and starts driving off. And uh, I think as he puts on the gas, uh, there's a lance that shoots through the back window of the car ah, uh, doesn't hit doesn't hit anyone just goes right next to deputy hopper's face he says oh okay i'm going i'm going he floors it and you're all heading off to uh the, the sheriff's office is this another lightning lance it's not crackling lightning but you do notice that it looks very similar in design to uh the the one that you have, the lightning lance. Miles is going to grab it and hold it in sort of the same position that he saw Lucas do earlier to, like, make it collapse. It it does not collapse. Oh, well, I, I don't know what to do with this. Then. Maybe we can ask Lucas what it is later. Maybe he'll know. Uh, should I be trusting you with that thing? I mean, I've, I've got this one, and I haven't hurt anybody except the guy who tried to kill me with it, so. But that um, one's a lot smaller than the, this new one. Well, it's a lot smaller when I hold it like this, but when I do this, and then I hold it the way Lucas showed me earlier. <laughs> ha, okay, you are in the car still. I wee woo wee woo, just speeding down the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Miles how how are you holding foresight. this when you did it? Supercharged car. Uh, I I pictured myself sitting in the back right, um, and just sort of like holding it like in front of me. Not quite at arm's length, but I imagine when it extends, it knocks out both windows. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so like the the two, the back two windows? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, as you do it, the lance shoots out, um, and electricity crackles along the lance. Oh, uh, darn it. Uh, mm, I'm sorry. Sorry. S- sorry, Deputy Hopper. I'm sorry. De- Deputy Hopper screams like... <laughs> What the hell? And he swerves and he hits a uh, pole. Oh. And uh, airbags go off. And uh, he's he's out, but you're now right next to the station. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, 
Miles recollapses the rod and puts it away and just sort of folds his hands and sits quietly in the back seat and doesn't get out. <laughs> He's very ashamed. <laughs> so I know Ned is driving right now, so I, w- I look back and I see this and I'm like, wait, 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 we have to go back, they're hurt. I think we, uh, you said we're at the station you're, now. You're so at yeah, the, okay, you're so at we would have stopped. So we would have like... Oh, wait, we already, we already made it there? Yeah. It's close. Time passes oh, fast, okay. too. It's a small downtown. So we came to a screeching <laughs> halt, and then we hear a... <laughs> right behind us as we're getting out. I'll get the Foley work for that later. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. As we're getting out. Yeah, you're right. They, uh, they look hurt over there. I think, um, I think Benji, uh, Princess carries Chester, uh, out of the car, because he's not sure the condition that the sheriff is in, and runs to the, or rushes to the, to the entrance. Miles is, slowly gets out of the car, and very carefully closes the door, is careful not to, like, close it too hard, he doesn't want to- <laughs> The window shatters. Break anything, uh, sort of goes around, and opens the deputy's door very carefully, and- Starts checking on the deputy, seeing if he can get him out of the car also. I think uh, you you deflate the, the airbag and uh, you shake him too, and he's like, What what the hell was that? Um, I don't know. Um, the uh, big pull that the the bad bad guy back there threw, um, it suddenly uh hit the electrical circuits in the door and sparked up and um uh oh miles there you are miles are, are you guys okay oh uh, hey ned um yeah um uh car crashed um let's help get the deputy inside uh jeez yeah i'll help you out and miles just like puts his hands on his knees and just sort of um, oh. <laughs> Deputy Hopper's just mouth agape at the moment. <laughs> All right, well let's let's get Chester inside. Um, I think he's already there. Ben's already at the door. Let's go catch up. You might need a quick examination yourself now. And he's Miles is gonna grab the other lance as he's leaving. Pull it out from the back of the car. Uh, it's stuck in there. <laughs> um, you're a nine year old. Uh, hey Ned, help me help me out with this real quick. Uh. I mean, I, 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 like, go to the gym all the time. I could help you out. Zia, he also tries pulling on it. He does not go to the gym all the time. Yeah, press X to doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like a, a very heavy, like, full metal lance that has now been stuck into the window and body of a car. Yeah, I have no expectation of success, but... Okay. Uh, I mean, if you want to, I don't roll plus oh, tough hey. to pull it out. No, I got this. Um, Agnes. Yes. Uh, ring that bell. <laughs> we are not wasting this to get the lance out of the car. We already have a lance. Well, what if he comes back and takes this one? We don't want to lose it to him. He's chasing us right now. We could use him for so many better things. Guys, we gotta move. We gotta go. He was walking down the street towards you, and you didn't go that far, so... Uh, he's just like 100 feet down the road. <laughs> we're all arguing, and he's like right next to us. It, it's, uh, I'll say it's probably three-quarter to a quarter, to like a full mile away. Okay. Like, it's, so it's not further. far. You may want to start moving. Okay, okay, let's, let's just go inside. Um, yeah, let's just head inside. Okay, uh, I think... Deputy Hopper's helping helping Chester inside. Yeah, we help helping uh, carrying him. We help what's his intern name. I would like to remain like right next to the door just so to keep watch to make sure we know when he's getting close. So I'm like I'm keeping watch. Okay. Um and I'll I'll remind you you do have that bell on you in case you wanna use it for anything if Abel decides to come up on you. But uh yeah, you all get inside, um and there's like uh, a reception area there at the front, but uh, whoever's normally running it has probably gone home at this point. You see some officers' desks sitting behind the reception area, uh, and in back there's some offices, and you see the the sheriff is sitting in her office as well, and she 
uh, sees you all come in and starts coming towards the front. Uh, Sheriff, Sheriff, we we need help. This guy's really hurt, and we don't have a lot of time. What? Oh, all right. Uh, I'll go grab the first aid kit. Um, and she starts walking over to the wall, and uh, Lucas steps up and says, uh, Sheriff? She turns around and notices the lab coat that he's wearing, and she says, Oh, hell. Um, yeah, that's about what's broke loose. And outside, uh, Agnes, since you have decided to stand watch at the front of the building, uh, you're the first to see this. Abel has been slowly strolling along uh, down the middle of the road, following after your vehicles that fled. Uh, And he's just sort of whistling along and stalking after you. How far is he? Uh, he's like 300 feet away. Uh, you can see down the the way. Uh, he's definitely taking his time. Uh, as best you can see, uh, he's enjoying it. He's having fun with this. Did the street lights flicker over him as he walks by? <laughs> yes, it's very ominous. Oh, damn. Only, only because the one light pole got hit, and now <laughs> the entire infrastructure of Piedmont is destroyed. Um, Ned, you also hear a chittering come from your bag, uh, and you recognize this as a very urgent warning. And Anyas, you are the first to see another ability that Abel has. As he notices you standing out front of the building, a wide grin spreads across his face. Uh, He stops for a moment and reaches off to his right and pulls from thin air a lance. Shit. Identical in appearance to the one that you saw hit the car. And as you look over to the car, there's no longer a lance there either. He calls out down the street, Let's have some fun. content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. SCP-076 was written by Author Anonymous, and SCP-662 was written by user Rick Revelry. Thank you for listening.